Welcome to episode three of Heat in the Kitchen podcast. Uh, today, I'm Chef Avi Shemtov every day, uh, but today I've got Chef Dave Becker with me today. Uh, this is Dave's second episode, so I'll remind you all that he owns Sweet Basil in Needham, Massachusetts, Juniper in Wellesley, Massachusetts, and Bolani in Waltham, Massachusetts, all fantastic restaurants. And then I've got Julie Starr with me today, uh, who owns Stars. Is it Star Studios? Did I say that right? It's a little complicated. Okay, cool. No, my, but my you tell us what you want me to Star say. Star Yoga in Rosendale. Dope. That's right. what I was going to say. Nutrition practice. As I was well. going to go right to that. I promise. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no. Now you go because I don't want to. I, wanna, I don't want to butcher it. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. <laughs> so first of all, around me, and this is something I try to explain to my wife, who uh, I've been with for 17 years, married for 11. I try to explain to her. I'm like, I don't talk over you. I just grew up in a house like I'm Israeli. We talk till you till you truck my conversation and i love that so go ahead of course hey as soon as you start going you win go go um cool so yeah so we've got julie with us as well and then we've got isabel off off camera so i don't know things can get weird we'll see and um, a third episode of row where he does in. not introduce his producer and, unbelievable and then and, I, and then and then and then not least every, every last time but says, not least oh, let's do it. we have uh corey o'leary masterful producer uh off camera or are you on camera too kind of I'm, you haven't even watched the episode. I listen to them. I listen. No, I listen to them. I listen to them. You know what? Hey, when I put this out online this week, it's yep. going to say Heat in the Kitchen okay. with Chef Dave Becker. That's, ah. that's what it's going to be. <laughs> we should put Dave in the head. Like, Dave brings so much to the show. I told him, I'm like, we should just do this together every time. I'm really serious. That's not even a joke. Um, talk. Cool. So, before, uh, before you get into it, though, tell yep. us what we're drinking today. Uh, so today we're drinking beers from Bog Iron in Norton, Massachusetts. I went over and got some Wendell's Wings this morning um, and stopped over at Bog Iron as well. Bog Iron is a super dope local brewery. Uh, my restaurant at Simca serves Bog Iron. Um, do, you use Bog, do you serve no, Bog Iron everywhere? You should. They're, they're dope. Label. And they're Great. super cool people. Um, they do like a, a lot of different kinds of beer, which is, again, like I said about Castle Island in episode one. I just think that's super important. Um, so they've got cool IPAs, uh, with Stingers, an IPA here with honey in it. I'm drinking the farm, Farmhouse Ale. I think that's what we're all having right now. I, I got a uh, Belgian-style uh, triple ale, Lord. Yeah. I'm also drinking some seltzer. I'm on a, I'm on a um, <laughs> kick to get healthy. So that's, like, that's my new thing is I'm not going to stop drinking beer, but I'm going to try to match it at least. Um, yeah, that's what I always say. Cool. Just match it. Like, yeah. So then yeah. someone's like, "Hey, so like I'm gonna match fisting. my, so I'm gonna match my 2,000 calorie diet with another 2,000 calories." Perfect. Hey, I I ate so much fried Brussels sprouts, to, which super healthy. Come to Simcha. Becker's back. Dave is in. Cora's gone. No saving him. And Julie Star came to discuss what a staff would do if the roof caving in. Plus, we discuss if chefs are still sexy and a little nutrition. Give it a listen. This is heat in the kitchen. Cool. Yeah. Brussels so sprouts are so trending, and they have been for years. They're so trending. Crazy because but if they're trending for years, doesn't it stop being a trend? It, it, there will be a new vegetable. A, like, for example, for example, and I don't want to go right here with this, but, like, for example, say, like, the James Beard Foundation nominates a rising star six years in a row. Are they still rising? Like, at what point have they risen? Or no, maybe they're just, when they land, it's going to be so high. I think it's the overrated, Brussels underrated. Sprouts when we were, when we were yeah, young? Sure. No, yeah. we ate them. Oh, because they, they that. boiled them. They, they tasted boiled like them, morning they were yeah. frozen. No, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. No one ate them. <laughs> it's like, that's like the square in Sharon. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I don't, I'm in a mood today. Um, you haven't even started drinking either. Usually, I haven't. Usually this is not alcohol-fueled. No, at all, not at all. In fact, this is uh, the first drink I've had since our last episode. Yeah. I said to myself, I said, if we're going to do this and we're going we're gonna to have some fun every week, I should probably watch the rest of the nights. But... Um, 
Cool. Yeah. Let's dig, let's let's dive right into this. Uh, before we got started, we were talking about employment a little bit. We were. I think everybody that that owns businesses, as all three of us do, uh, deals with staff people and um, different issues like that. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I know I deal with it every day. I'm lucky. I've got a great team. Um, I've met a lot of people on your team. Great team. Yeah. Um, I don't know anybody that works for you, but I'm sure they're cool people. I'm sure. Like, I don't know. You tell me, well, okay, you, then you start. You dig in. What are, what? Well, actually, one thing that I do with my, my staff at the studio is that I try to picture what they would do if the ceiling fell down during their class. That's a fun assignment for me. Okay. You do that with your servers. Like, if the ceiling fell down sure. in the middle of a shift, yeah. what would each of your servers do? It's like entertaining for me. And then I share it with them. When so I can we what s- your thoughts are about them? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what, See, I, I do that a lot too. And sometimes I think it really helps. And every once in a while I regret, not the ceiling thing, but sharing uh, all my thoughts. Like I, I'm a, I've actually worked hard. I'm, my staff would say I'm nowhere near where I need to be on this. But I, I've worked hard to not constantly share evaluation with them. Yeah. Um, especially with cooks, especially on the line. I used to be someone like I'm constantly te- – and it gets to the point where it's like – Sometimes I just want, like, I know the best shifts for me are when everyone in my building is someone that's not still in constant need of teaching. Because everyone's, it's like, you just come in and you just know what to expect from everybody. I think sometimes they want that, too. They just want, like, a shift. Um, that phone's just going to ring in the background until someone gives up. Well, it's all right. Well, we can have uh, Isabel answer all the phones, you know? Oh, I mean? that'd be great, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for calling Simca. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's funny. Sometimes people, so, yeah. Hello, Simca. Yeah, and if they want to make a reservation, tell them yes and just write down whatever time it is. A number of people. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is going to get fun. We should just put them on the air. Isabel, remember what Avi said um, about negotiating, though. You so know, do you don't work for free. Exactly, yeah. Negotiate hard. <laughs> so do you, do you, first of all, have a scenario? Like, how, would you, how do you, in this imaginative, are we listening to this? Izzy, pick it up and say, hello, Simcha, how can I help you? So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, did it's they like, stop? No, they if they stop, that's it's, fine. It's not a cell phone, so she doesn't, it's not an iPhone. She doesn't know what to do. It's not in a movie. Uh, Call them a back. Movie. Somebody like, w- w- ran around the corner hey, with this the cord. They're like stupid old people. <laughs> You're cool. Sorry, I missed You're your good. call. Um, so the uh, do, in your in your scenario with the ceiling falling, do let's start with how you would react. Like, okay, so I have never thought about that, and now I have to evaluate myself. If the ceiling falls in while you're teaching a yoga class, what do you do? What are you going to do? Well, first of all, it's one oh, ceiling. T- yeah, is it one ceiling tile or is it the I'm whole ceiling? A class. The whole, <laughs> like, like it cracked all down the ceiling. I mean, it, it, it makes no real sense. Like, are people going to die? Like, nobody gets no, hurt. No, okay. no, no. But, like, one of my teachers would leave the studio okay. and not, not even care about the student. Just leave the studio, leave the studio unlocked, okay. and then write me, like, a two-page email about how her job is dangerous and she can no longer work there. I've got staff that would probably react that way. Yeah. Yeah. I have I others, through. including my best friend, who would have taught the class. Sure. I would have talked to her twice it, over the over a couple of days. She would have no mention of the ceiling falling down. And, the, yeah. Yeah, and that, then I would go into the studio and I would say, Adina, why did you not tell that's me my daughter's name. the ceiling fell down? Yeah. And she'd say, well, I mean, what was the big deal? Yeah. Like, I still taught a good class. Students were fine. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So it's like every if I was in the class and the ceiling fell down, because I am the owner, I probably, and I'm always, you know, pretty stressed out, I would probably have a bit of a nervous breakdown and, so Chris and think Regal, that I need to get a new job. Chris Regal, who just, because we are in my restaurant, <laughs> and uh, it is going to be dinner tonight. So uh, Chris Regal, the GM of the restaurant, just walked in. Chris Regal would, we're talking about 
metaphorical scenario or imaginative scenarios in which a ceiling falls, how does your staff react to this? Regal would calmly and collectively ignore the ceiling, make sure everybody was cool, but I would get a text and it would say something like, everything, it would start with the positive. He would always say, he knows not to worry me because my anxiety, he would say, um, everything went well and everyone is okay. Customers were really happy. That would be one text message. So I would go, okay, cool. And then the follow-up text would say, but you should know that the, ce- the entire ceiling has collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> but he'd probably have a solution for it already too. Then I, dev- I have some great staff that would react the way that uh, your best friend would. Definitely some people who the problem would be solved. They would kill it. But I, would never, I wouldn't know until I walked in. I'd go, what happened to the ceiling? I'd be like, oh, but, oh, yeah. By the way, the ceiling fell. And if, but if I said to them, why didn't you tell me? They wouldn't say, well, why does it matter? Because they would say, well, because I figured you'd see it when you come in here. And, uh, and we didn't want to bother you while you were away. Which I get. But also then like, yeah, but I just had a heart attack when I exactly. walked in. Exactly. That's what I was saying. That I would have had a heart attack yeah. if I was in the class. Yeah. I think of like, this is a good example. But like, there's a, I, I come up with like a ratio of like everybody has a stress reaction mm-hmm. and it's like where their where their threshold is like some people just like, like really stress really quickly but it's like fight flight or freeze mm-hmm. and it would be like in, you know in the restaurant business if you're if you're if your go-to is flight you're kind of useless because that's like the guy's gonna like always like they just need to go smoke a cigarette all the time like oh it's just too much <sighs> gotta go to the bar you know like they just like don't show up or like they walk out on in the middle of a stressful situation yep and then it's like fight and freeze are kind of like the the everybody has a ratio of it and i'd say like i'm probably like 90 percent freeze 10 percent fight or like with not, with like a half a percent i know it doesn't add up to 100 but of like of flight like i hardly ever f- flee the situation but i'll slow down and i start talking like i'm high and everyone's like, what do you want? And I'm like... I just assumed you were. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like nothing. But it would be like, the crazier it gets, the slower I move. Because, like, any misstep will, like, completely just fuck up your night. So you just have to, like, methodically move through the scenario. And then it's like, if there's somebody in your face fighting, you're just kind of like, let me just hear them out. And then move. and then every now and then the fight will just be like, it's they just... But like the, the, the cooks that are throwing pans and kicking stuff, and but so if the ceiling caves in, it would be like the flight would be like, just like, don't lock the door. You just like beeline yeah, out exactly. the door. The fight would probably be like put on a hard hat and try to like fix it yourself, but then not care about the, you know. And it's like every there's no like right answer aside from it, the it no, is, it's a disaster. It is, it is pretty funny to think of that, and then yeah. I also think about, um, well, what's that saying that. Um, I have a friend that owns a hair salon and he says that managing his, the people that work there, it's like herding cats, right? So I have dreams of my staff as different cats and I'm trying, (laughs) and I'm trying to like pull them out of trees and things. Man, I'm lucky. I've got a a good I love my staff, you guys. You know I love you. The the yoga world sounds a lot different than the restaurant business. Oh, it sounds like pretty similar. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, yeah, you can't. You know what I think the biggest difference would be? Um, I mean, I, there's obviously a lot of differences and a ton of similarities. It's probably more like a, um, like a private catered event or like a, like a pop-up, like something where everyone, because the only difference is that 
like a yoga class doesn't happen with people coming and going and coming and going during the class. So like in that scenario, ceiling falls, there's a set group of people that it's like, guys, we're in this together. That's what I say to people at pop-ups. Like Dave did a pop-up here at the restaurant. And I said to customers that were like, you know, we're in the suburbs. They don't all know what like a pop-ups. Like they were like, what's, what's going to happen here tonight? And I was like, look, the only difference is you're all in here at one what's time. What's popping up? Yeah, what's popping like up? What is it? Like, like a jack in the box. Yeah, they're, they're like sitting here on edge the whole time. Um, I was like, no, it's just that like once the door closes, we're all in this together. That's exactly what I yeah. said to them. As opposed to like in a restaurant, it's like, man, like people are going to come and go all throughout the night. So you just to that whole fight and flight thing and where people that flee are useless is that we all need to be in this together because stuff's coming at us all night. Yeah. So if we don't, I, I, the best conversation I've ever had with a staff person where things were rocky and we ended up on the same page was when I said to one of my guys, we just had one of those, like, it'd been a week, two weeks of just butting heads. And so finally, like, this needed to be a conversation, and I was mad, real mad. And I've worked on that a lot. And so I, right before I called, I took a breath, and I was really proud of the fact I calmed myself down. I called him, and I said, we deal with too much stuff outside a week for me to deal with stuff inside. So if we can work together, let's do it. If we can't, cool. Unfortunately for me, you're the only one that can go. So like, I wish I, I wish it could be you and I'll leave, but it can't. So, and, and I think like that helped them understand that it's like, listen, we're in this together. Like whatever, whatever this is, we have to solve. Cause when, when the bell rings, people are going to be coming at us all night and I can't, I can't get it from all angles. I just, I mean. I do feel like I, I need to say that I do love my staff because they cool. will hear no, I don't think anybody thought and, you didn't know. And, and, I mean, they deal, a lot of them I've known for years, and um, they have to deal with me and my random thoughts. And I, I actually don't smoke pot, but many people think I do smoke pot. I love, you guys have I love pot. I love pot. And, but people are like, she must smoke pot all the time. But um, People think I do because I, I crack all the time. Because <laughs> I text things like, um, how do you pick I, up a I corgi? I disagree. Um, I was, yeah. So my, my thoughts for the last two days were, um, and I texted this to my staff or to one person. How do you pick up a corgi? Cause they're kind of weird, long, thick dogs. One ear. You know, or like, <laughs> then, but then. What is the job description of the person you're texting that to? But, but then I also realized that I had never had a hot pocket before. In your life? And that's like kind of concerning. Yeah. I don't, like no, I don't know. I don't think that's something you have to change. Like two in the yeah, morning. I mean, I've had, I've but had I a lot of But I feel like I really wanted them when I was a kid. Nah, like I'd see the commercial. I just saw a commercial for them the other day. Yeah, and it looks so good. Was, was it a commercial or was it a Jim Gaffigan they, special? It was a commercial. I texted my sister asking if she had had one too. And she said no, but she always wanted one because they look so good on I the think commercial. You, watched, like, you and your sister. Frozen. Like, no. It's like... These? What were they on? <laughs> what about you? Do you love your staff? Yeah. Yeah. You have a lot. Of, you have three. That's not, that's not what you were saying before the show. Oh, that's I'd not say, true. Don't do that. To no, me. It would be like that. It's complicated. And it's not like I don't love them. I, I think it's like uh, you feel kind of parental sometimes, even though you at some point are like the child. And then sometimes you're just like a distant cousin. But if. <laughs> <laughs> Cousins are weird. It's, in it's like, um, yeah, for the mo I'd say for the most part, it's like the, uh, you know, if you can surround yourself with people that you genuinely like, even if they suck at their job, you're lucky. I'd rather have people that like are awesome, genuinely decent people that are terrible at their job than some a whole bunch of people that are great that are just awful people. It's I agree like, with that, mm -hmm. and I'd even go one step further. 
I've, I'd rather have people, I, I say this all the time to my staff, I'd rather surround myself with people who you can lose with yeah. um, and aren't great, yeah. and we might do more losing yeah. than people that you can't lose with at all, and we almost never lose. Because yeah. it sucks coming to work, especially when you're the boss, and you're the one that has to write all the checks, you're the one that's responsible for all the problems, and wonder, okay, if this starts to slip at all tonight, who here is going to throw the tantrum? Yeah. That sucks. That's yeah. just not fun. Yeah, uh, and the problem with having—I mean, you've got a—you've a, got three teams, and they're all pretty big, right? I yeah. imagine. Yeah. Uh, is that you—you—you you, you get to a point where you must have to. I know I've already gotten to a point, and I'm nowhere near there, where I have to have some just by necessity have to have some people in the building that I don't like. And yeah. there was a time where it's like the team was so small I could just surround myself with people I don't like or that I do like, and if I didn't like someone, that was sort of time to start looking. Now it's like, yeah, I don't like that person, but some I. I I've got too many needs. Nece- I can't. Necessary evil. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like once they start like dicking each other over and they start to corrode the culture, then that's when it's, you know, unpleasant. And you watch it happening and you're like, I know what needs to get done, but it's like you're kind of weighing out and it's the compromise. And yeah, you're I, like, I, th- I think when this, the rest of the team doesn't like someone, yeah. that's when yeah. you have to very much so think yeah. about. And changing. also, it sounds like uh, with all you guys, it sounds like most of the problems are going to arise when you're not around, right? So if something happens when you're not there, you know, somebody else has to deal with it. If you're there, you just deal with it, yeah. right? But if you're not there, someone else has to deal with it, and you have to have someone in charge that can deal with it, or else, you're, you know, it's hard to do it when you're not on site, I guess. Yeah. I, assume. I think that's true. I think it also, to some degree, that depends on, like, your personality. I mean, I, I would imagine that every place ever, right, whether it's a – professional sports team whether it's a law office whether it's a yoga studio whether it's a restaurant takes on to some degree that the personality of whoever's running that that ship and uh and some of us are really strong culture creators and some of us aren't i know for myself i see some of the flaws in my team as like they're my flaw i mean i know i look at it i know that i'm i'm somebody who I'm always going to go 150 percent and then worry about the disaster afterwards clean it up afterwards um, literally and figuratively. And so when I look at my team and see us doing that, that's, it's, it's, it's amazing having that mirror and knowing and learning, learning that I have to take that step back and look at it differently because I'm creating a culture of people that instead of filling in the need around me have just become like me. Mm. Um, well, I think it's important to know how you work and how you think. So even with my nutrition clients, I tell them I, I'm not type A and I'm not a linear thinker. So things... Like, if I write you something and it doesn't make sense to you, tell me. Sure. If you need to look at something in a different way, let me know. Same thing with my, my staff. We, we all think differently, so. Right. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I think a, a lot of times with a business, like, the people will emulate the boss and then start to behave like them. And it's probably better to be like, I want you to behave more like yourself on your best day. Exactly right. <laughs> like, I hired you. I mean, this, this sounds like a joke, but it's true. I hired you because I recognized this deficiency I have, and I sought another human being that could fill in that need. Um, I mean, again, Regal is, like, super, super, like, organized. And, like, it, how many times a week? I don't know. We won't be able to hear him. But, like, how many times a week is there something that I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot, blah, blah, and you'll be like, that took care of it. You told me about it on Tuesday. And it's like me just in my, in my spewing. I'm like, oh, we need to. And we can't forget light bulbs for the bathroom. And then when the light bulbs go, I go, shit, I didn't get light. And he goes, got a case. It's in my trunk. 
Um, <laughs> and it's like, right, like I try to surround myself with people that do what I do poorly. Well, I don't need another me. I need... No, you I'm do need at, another you a lot of times. No, I really don't need... Trust me, we don't need another me. We need <laughs> a lot of people. Like, I'm awesome at 20% of the job. You should have just st- stopped that. Stop. I'm awesome. I'm awesome. No. <laughs> no, I'm awesome at 20% of the job. Like, we, I, don't, I believe Podcast that you can't replace awesome that 20% of me. That There's no one there more qualified to do that 20%. But the job requires 100%. So I try to build that rest of that 80 with who... And, I, and, I try to, and this is something I try to try, train my managers is... You're amazing for 20% of what we need you for. You're handing off the stuff that you're amazing at and doing the stuff you're not good at. Hand off the stuff you're not good at. Yes. Do the stuff you're amazing at. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. If we have the best dishwasher in the building working at host like, or teaching yoga, then it's like, no, we'll go wash dishes. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the best yoga instructor shouldn't be out washing dishes. Yeah. Julie, how big is your staff? I, that probably I, changes I all the time. I, yeah, it does. But I, I, I have about 15... Yeah, about 15 teachers. Yeah, it's a good size. Yeah. So I, yeah. the first day that I almost did yoga, it's like, I, I went through like a <laughs> The first day that I almost <laughs> did yoga. No, I thought I, about it. No, I, I, I saw did, it on TV. No, I, I got to the yoga studio, but they wouldn't let me in. At the, uh, <laughs> Why? Were you late? Yeah, yeah were you oh. late? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I thought, it it was, was, I thought you guys were profiling. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was like, out. <laughs> so I went through like a little mini midlife crisis and it, like a, I don't know, six years ago. And I was like, I'm going to drink less. I'm going to read more. I'm going to quit smoking. That's funny. That's not called the midlife crisis, Dave. Mo- like, midlife crisis goes the other way. People go, I'm going to drink more. I don't know. I'm going <laughs> to date a chick 25 years younger I, than I me. Saw, I saw that you're going outside. I'm, yeah, no, I'm going to read more. I went to the library. Got like, a, I'm going to improve myself. I got an audio book. That's not reading more. But I was like, I want to take up yoga. I'm gonna, like, uh, but then I, I, I was like, but I've got gross feet. I'm not going to do it. And then, um, how do you feel about a mani pedi? I've done them. I've gotten uh, them. Uh, you can't you be ever? a yoga teacher if you don't like feet. By the way, like, about, would you? I like feet, not in a weird way. I don't like feet in a weird way, but I'm cool with feet. I'm alright. I with have them. feet that look like they <laughs> were drawn by a um, an abstract painter. <laughs> Are you? Uh, <laughs> I may would, need to see these. Tell me, would you get a mani pedi? <laughs> would you get a mani pedi? Where would I? No, would you? Maybe in another country. Oh, what, you're embarrassed? <laughs> no, that's their job. Man, they're comfortable <laughs> with it. They're good. They're not judgmental. No, no, no. Oh, they no, they are. Well, they don't. Oh, yeah, they but they are. Still, they are. Yeah, so clear, they have the they place that I go to, at least, they're oh. not. What all the all the shit talking they're doing, I can't understand. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, I know they're making fun of me, but I'm thinking you like, can't see their text whatever. messages. No. Whatever, uh, significant <laughs> others. Right, so, I should get a discount if they're laughing at me. That's my opinion. But this, uh, this, laugh at me after I leave, lady. Laugh at me after I leave. Bring a translator. That's what we do in the restaurant. But no, we don't do that. I felt like it's almost like sadistic to like make somebody else. Somebody else touch my feet with it, at least my socks not on. Like, yeah, no, it's like if, if I take my socks off. Well, you know, you, you can leave your pers- socks on yeah, in, no, I know. It, that's in what, a yoga that's class if you happen. want. Yeah, for oh, sure. is that true? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he almost I mean, did that one time. He almost went. He almost yeah, the almost, we'll, almost we'll, left We'll, we'll all be judged. Like, your teacher will be judging you. No, that's what they always say. Yeah. Like, but it's like. See, I don't feel like yoga instructors should be judgmental there's too no. many of us that don't know what we're doing no, they're bored like you know you and by the <laughs> way this is what i wanted to say like part of the entertainment you know what's something i learned about, uh, from being from teaching yoga what's that? is how what? many people wear striped underwear why are people in their underwear well they're not their their pants are see-through well, pl- so are striped and they my go pants when i do yoga my pants are not see-through they're, i wore basketball shorts okay most women 
Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm talking mostly women. There's okay. just a lot of striped underwear going around. So what's, the, you, what's the percentage of so men to women in these yoga classes? In mine, there's mostly women. And what percentage? And how many of those women would you say you can see their underwear? This sounds Half. like an advertisement for yoga, gentlemen. I, I, I feel like, I feel like you're gonna, uh, the demographic is going to change. Yeah, like I, feel like you're, I feel like you're going to look up and at like, your <laughs> yoga studio, there's going to be a, lun- a bunch of dudes. And they're going to be like, I was promised lots of undie looking. Yeah. All right? And feet. I love feet. Right. Oh, that brings me to a question because I saw somebody. We have a mutual friend on Facebook who always comments on, on lots of stuff that you post about um, shirtless yoga. And I imagine it's because there's one picture where you we see your there back. There is that one no picture. Shirt. Yes, yes. We see your back to be clear, but is it that's that's like for the picture. Right? There's no actual shirtless yoga being taught, is there? No, not by me. No. Maybe I should. Right. But you can go. Oh. Hello. Isabel, you're on. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're no, okay. Chris will help you. That was see? Go tell her you're sorry you didn't get there in time. <laughs> <laughs> you're okay, Isabel. Don't worry. Don't let them bully you. All right. I, that wasn't a bully. I'm telling. I know. I'm joking. Beats. I didn't really. Oh really my god! Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Becker. Becker bullies. Welcome <laughs> to Simca. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's um, some Wendell's wings. You'll never work in this town again. <laughs> so did you guys see? So did you guys see? Then um, I know neither one of you is a huge sports fan, but Corey and I are. Um, the Houston. This relates to the employment thing. Is why I'm bringing it up. Did you guys see the Houston Astros? Uh, are in a really serious uh, cheating scandal, and they fired their manager. And then they waited They waited until the Major League Baseball came down with rulings and suspended people. But then the Red Sox, who... So the most serious offender in this cheating scandal um, is is now an employee of the Red Sox, is the, is the Red Sox manager, and has won a World Series since this with the Red Sox. And the Red Sox mutually agreed to part ways That's with, with gotta him. It's got to be just a contract thing, right? Well, no. Like they so, don't have to pay him? No, they are going to pay him, I believe, is what I've heard. No, Ooh, I, I think that... That's a bad move. Well, so I think, I think actually... I actually... I do believe this was mutual. I think if you read it... So to fill you guys in real quick and anybody that's listening that's not familiar... The Houston Astros in 2017 won a World Series. And it turns out that during their run to that World Series, they had installed a camera in center field. And for years, Corey was a baseball player. I wasn't. But This is in, the, in Fenway Park? No, no. Oh. so this was the Houston Astros. Yeah, this was yeah. in, their, in their park. By the way, have you seen the splits, Corey, of home and away batting averages for Altuve <laughs> and stuff? Well, I mean, that's a homer dome. So I, I, you know. Fine. No, but batting average. I have average, no even. idea batting what aver- they're I mean, talking about. So, so real quick. So, like, I, I could probably explain it. As well as anybody, just because I don't know shit about sports. Okay. But I do. It's like, so I thought, so this popped up in my feed and I thought it was hilarious. They were like, does it seem weird that there's always like a clonging noise whenever there's like, so have you ever seen the, you know, the, the catchers, they'll be telling the pitchers what to throw. Yes. And they'll be like. We can't, we can't see you on the podcast, but yes. yes. <laughs> Date, like, the podcast like, is on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They're just kind of like doing little, you know, they look like they're playing they put signs. They're like signs. They put they're signs. They're doing signs. They're doing signs. nuts. G, Cliff, C, F. He did say he was going to explain it perfectly. And he did say not And he did say not a sports fan. So to him, he's like, why is this guy playing his nuts? He's playing the air bass. But yes, they put signs down. And, and then, but then every time, so like the opposing team is like two fingers down one of the side. You hear this like off in the distance, dong, dong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so somebody had like an aluminum bat and they're just like. It was, no, it was a trash can. Yeah, it was a trash like, can. They had a trash can. <laughs> like, you know, bang on the drum. And then 
the the guy hitting the ball, which is like hard enough to do anyway. If you tell me how, what's coming, I'm not going to hit it anyway. Well, right, <laughs> yeah. but if well, you're you a major league yeah, baseball player, yeah, 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 yeah. some of those dudes can actually see which way the stitches are going. Most of them can. So a lot of guys will. You know, yeah, yeah. You, you have like point two seconds to to react. But so it's, it's very no, but it's Wait, very. Are you important. describing the cheating right now? Yes. yes. Okay. Was, but then I change the subject. But okay. It's like, so <laughs> I don't agree with you anymore. By the way, that you can explain it better. I'm trying real to focus. Quick, real oh, quick. Sorry. Real quick. Let me get back. Catchers <laughs> communicate to pitchers in baseball. Yes. What what pitch to throw so that that way they both know what's coming. But because then, so when they would say like, "Here comes your pitch that you are gonna hit out of the park," they would let the batter know by like hitting on a trash barrel with a bat. So they they could see, and it was like, dong, dong. Yeah, the part that's being missed here, though, and this is where, like, the cheating is is so massive, is as long as baseball has existed, when a player's on second base, pitchers and catchers no, know. It's not, just, it's not even second base. Just in general, people try to you, cheat to gain an edge. But right. me cheating, it would be like, you know, we're both playing, right? Yeah, but And I'm, I'm hinting you off at something, but right. I'm, I'm in the field yeah. of play or okay, whatever. Okay, so let me get back. Let's act like, like yeah. you didn't just say that because – it, the big difference is, and this is a massive difference. Also, oh, if there's a, if there's a runner on second base, he can, he can see it. See he the can see it, and then so, he can give. The, or, so, so pitchers and catchers are aware I'm of that. Drink so, my beer. So that's like cheating. Well, so that's yeah. like that's like yeah. cheating within. That's like cheating within the game. That's sort of understood. Mm-hmm. Where it gets messed up is that what the Houston Astros did, and it's alleged now maybe the Red Sox had done under the same guy. They installed a camera, so. To, to, that from center field that could record that. So the reason it's such a big deal is, first of all, this is where technology has to be adjusted for in, in any industry. But also, now there doesn't have to be someone on second base, and no one knew that that could be done. So now catchers and pitchers, in the game, it, part of like the sort of cat-mouse was that, oh, we get a runner on second base, we have to be careful to make sure that we're not tipping what our pitches are. Now, all of a sudden, you've got... They're, they're, it's, they're literally just recording. It would be like... It would be like having a microphone that can't be seen dropped in to private meetings yeah. and then at, that, are, that are assumed to be private, and then someone's got that information. So it's a, it's a different level, and, and that there was the trash can part, and then the most recent allegation is that they like had gone so far. Things, it, like, that on, would like on their shoulder. Yeah, in their so, shirt. So, so if I get two buzzes, I know. And, and again, and this is the part that, like, whether it's – it's neither here nor there, but as a not sports fan, it's worth mentioning to you that in baseball, part of the trick of being a pitcher is that they throw pitches that look the same and do very different things. So they throw a fastball that comes straight. No one here, I don't know, maybe Corey, but definitely not us, could hit that pitch. Could but, you? but um, I mean, it could be contact. Yeah. I mean, Corey was a so great you're baseball like player. The, you're like the it ringer. Great, if, like, if we did like a beer league softball. Like, yes, he would be the ringer. Like, <laughs> that's actually happened. I brought him. Yes, I brought him into leagues he because up, he's, he's a ringer. The, the stirrup socks. But I mean, he, yeah, yeah, right. Like but, but he played He played high level high school baseball. Um, <laughs> yeah, high level high school baseball. No, no, no. Like he won two state championships. High level yes. high school baseball? No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why he's. Well, because he was really high when he was playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. That's true. That is true, isn't it? Yeah, he admits no, that. Oh, that, no, 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 no. Never? No. Baseball, no. You're high all the time at basketball. Well, that's playing, you know, around the corner here. You know what I mean? It's you not, never were high during high school basketball games? High school basketball, no. Really? Did I just you have any, like, crazy rituals Volleyball. That you did? Volleyball, I went you ever, like, every single day. But, and that was probably my best I sport. used to make pot brownies for... The, well, I was at for the PTA for everybody. No, for when I was for a, my daughter when Isabel I, when I was a cheerleader in high school, and um, I would make them for the football team. Where'd you go to high school? Uh, in Connecticut. Oh, yeah, I didn't know you were from Connecticut. Learn yes. something new every day. Yes, and the teams all were pretty bad. 
So, so here's something funny. When you got here today, the brownies tasted good. When you got here today, you said that uh, said that you'd never been to Sharon. I honestly, I don't know why. I just, I kind of thought you were from Sharon. Like in my head, I thought like we just, like I think there's a few years like a, a gap between us. I Jewish? assumed no, not because you're Jewish, because uh, you're like we have like way too many facebook friends we in have common. so many friends and a lot common. of them are in the food industry so that that makes sense i get it but some of them are like people that i'm like how does anybody know that person unless they're from sharon i just thought they were from sharon so i thought you were from sharon i just assumed that you somehow had a sharing uh, connection she, she, of some was, kind. she was giving me her uh food background before her resume yeah. okay so that's so yeah what is your food resume i don't know what, anything resume. about this or what is it means like no butter <laughs> <laughs> or like butter's so good i bought amish butter, butter for you. no butter no fat is good now I'm in. I'm yes. in. Yes. <laughs> Abby, you won. I find you won. So I'm gonna stop. Yeah, hey, I won the game. I waited it out. Remember that thing about cheating? Yes. It's no longer cheating. No. All right, you sweet. Didn't even, I don't even. I still have no idea what you were talking right, about so, with cheating. So, so basically, so, so they like have they cheated. So what's yeah, what's the, massively, massively. Anybody so what's that the, played uh, from the Houston Houston Astros, anybody involved is like soiled and more than soiled. Like this guy. So so this is why I think it's mutual. I think that's like so bad. We, last episode, we talked about some of our some of the run-ins with the law. There are things that you do that you just go like, "Yup, all right, uh, you got me." Like I pulled over by the side of the road, saw the police officer. But this is like so. It's like than Alex. Cor- yeah, so Alex Cora has to just go. Hey guys, we can't end this meeting with me working for you. He probably, especially now with the whole buzzing on the shoulder. And have you seen the uh, replays of the home run he hits off? Yeah, of? so yeah. somebody hit Altuve, a walk-off yeah. home run and like. Sometimes they'll like take their shirt off and yep. throw and it. And they to saw the, the electrodes. But he's like, well, no, he's no, 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 don't, he's like, don't take my shirt off. He's seen telling his teammates not to pull out his shirt, and then he leaves. They're celebrating. He goes into the dugout. He goes down the tunnel. He comes back in different clothes. <laughs> That's the weird part. So yeah, like, it's like, like, and Maybe then I should watch I, baseball I saw, more. Uh, no, they don't show don't it. Don't start. It, it's no, not, in, he's in, not shown shirtless. It's not. It's not yoga. Let's calm down here. Plus, you shouldn't watch it because it's extremely boring. Yeah. No, I, I'm a boring. huge baseball fan, but it's it's boring. Yo, so you said that's boring. I agree. I mean, baseball can be real boring. There's a guy on baseball. Actually, um, he uh, he owns a, a popular New England uh, brewery. Um, the guy that owns Notch, I'll say. It. So he like he posted on Facebook. That all him and all his buddies got mad at me for saying this, but he posted on Facebook like shot charts from the early two thousands and um and now. Are you showing, talking about basketball? Yeah. Um, showing like basketball shot charts, and now nowadays again, it's lost on you because you're not a sports fan. I get it, but um, anyway, he claimed basketball is boring now. You think basketball is boring now? Is no. he is he just went to a basketball game? Oh, right? You went to a basketball game? Yeah. What well, basketball game? Okay, cool. Did they win? Lose? They won. Was it fun? Yeah. See, so Izzy Izzy disagrees. I think if you no, go to I see it live, I love going to see a game. Listen, I do. Yeah. Any, I love game. any game in person, basically. Yeah. Like you know, you can have a good time. I love even going if you to don't see like hockey games. In fact, yeah. but there are, there are actually the some sports, live. and we're gonna we should we're gonna devolve into boringness here. But <laughs> but there are there are sports <laughs> there are sports like there are sports that are more fun if you're not into it, and then there are sports that are. Less yeah, fun sure. if you're into it. Like, actually, like, as a football fan, yeah, you'd rather I find it watching it on TV is a better experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, baseball can be fun to watch in person. Uh, basketball, the action is fun. You don't see as much of the game, maybe, as you would on TV, but it is fun. I've always said, so have you guys ever been to a hockey game? I love hockey. Hockey Incredible. games are the best. Incredible. My favorite. Incredible live. I've always said the reason that they're the fourth most, uh, most popular sport is because they've never figured out a way 
to show the game. Like I hate when the NFL does this thing where they scan out and I'm watching like the whole field from a certain. I hate that. But hockey should, because the reason it's not fun is, yeah, it's boring if you're only watching the puck. Yeah. But when you watch like all the action that's happening, it's yeah. the most action-packed sport. Like, they, there's like, stuff they happening can, constantly. And they can zoom in quickly and you know, right. have it be like yeah. right. So it's yeah. like that's what's fun about watching it live is no matter where you are in the building, you can see clearly all that's happening. Like guys, like yeah, the puck moves over here, and then like guys over here are doing stuff to adjust. So by the time that puck just ends up in the net, this dude over here like. With, he had a plan the whole time. He was, I'm going to hit this guy. I'm going to cross over here. I watched Mighty Ducks this morning. That's why I'm like, <laughs> I did. I actually watched Mighty Ducks this morning. Flying V. Yeah. Why? Amelia, first of all, Amelia, it's a great movie. Do you know, man. First of all, it's a great movie. You haven't is seen it? it? Uh, I have seen it. And you don't love it? I mean, I, I think I was like 10. Okay. Isabel probably um, likes it. Is, have you seen that? We, we, just watched, we just watched like three Gremlin movies. Why? See what I did there? See how I made you feel? <laughs> I questioned that the entire time. I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm not a gremlin guy, but I am Mighty Ducks and Emilio Estevez. I was gonna say, <laughs> I, honestly, before you said that, I was gonna say, I bet Avi's a huge Emilio Estevez fan. How is? How, what, what are there not to be men at work? Like, here's the thing: Emilio Estevez is so he's so good. Breakfast Club. Like, Breakfast Club. Uh, totally. I was about to say. Breakfast I'm more of a Club. Charlie Sheen guy myself. No, that's the thing: is Charlie Sheen got all the shine. And then all the aides. And um and <laughs> that Emilio Estevez, it was actually the better actor. Um, I was gonna say better human being. I don't know that for a fact, but it'd be hard not to be, right? I mean, you assume he's the better human being. The more important part is Martin Sheen is such a good actor, and he seems like a like a stand-up person. How yeah. how in the hell did Charlie Sheen what how what the hell happened there? I don't know. It's yeah, you can we could this podcast could be days about celebrities and their be, kids. I'm sure. Yeah, so probably. what has he done that's so terrible? Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Well, I mean, just I'm not saying he yeah. didn't. That, that yeah. Mean, no. That wasn't like that's a that's a because uh, I was going to valid like, question actually. It's like sal- solid uh, self abuse, but it and maybe like probably terrible to be with as like a partner. Yeah. Roommate. I guess I'm going off of the. I guess I'm going off of right. So keep going here. Yeah. So you're, you're starting Zeta. to see it. Yeah. You're like, wow, I'm, he's bad I'm at everything. Still stuck yeah, on so, Emilio Estevez. But also, well, no, we're on the Charlie stuck. Sheen here. Oh. So and this conversation like, ends again with AIDS. Um, like, okay. So which, by the way, I'm not judging anybody that has AIDS. In his case, he was the least entertaining character on The Breakfast Club. Who? Emilio Estevez. Yes. What about his like running around like? That's that's a hilarious scene, but that was it. Corey tries to put a cool headline on all of these episodes, and he's not going to want to put... Dave Becker, Julie Starr, and Avi talk about the Breakfast Club. <laughs> That's just not going to be the thing. You so, know what, though? Um, people, okay, next, people love, next, next people love 80s one. movies. That is they true. do love the 80s true. movies. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you so, know what they did with that, which I thought was cool, is that they, they, um, they made all of the like main characters dress in like, clothing from Kmart. <laughs> and they had cool. and they had like all like the you know the darker characters dress in clothing from like a thrift store like so they were and they really made an effort to like do like new wave music that like no one had heard and then all of a sudden you know it's like simple minds became like the uh you know psychedelic furs and pretty in pink like john hughes I remember there was, there was one that summer was that they I mean, play, whatever, right? they played the breakfast club <laughs> every single day. Podcast. Like I think I've seen it like a hundred times, <laughs> I've seen it and I didn't times. even want to see it a hundred times. But there was only like three channels. I liked it. Well, I was a Molly Ringwald fan. Oh, um, Pretty in Pink just was. Yeah, I liked that movie as well. That was a good movie. Sixteen Candles. So let's go back real quick. Sixteen Candles is my. That's favorite what I thought you were telling when I heard Molly Ringwald. Let's go real back. So Charles, to your if Charles listened to this, he reminds me of Ducky. I see it. Very much see it. 
<laughs> got right. a hat. It's like kind of. All right, let's hey. let's go back to Julie's food resume. All right, so tell us. Go ahead. Resume. I don't know. That's what Corey said. A food. Or well, food no, but industry. No, she's lots the, of no. well, brains. She's the one that got it back to baseball, and then somehow maybe. I don't know how. This is the how weirdest. I've got like, this uh, to baseball. Ten minutes. I know. I want to talk about the cheating stuff for more because it's like it's kind of like if we can explain. It's crazy. Yeah, but I don't know that we're going to be able. We're we trying. Can't. Listen, yeah. she's, yeah. she's hearing baseball. My brain has shut off when it comes to baseball. Can you? It should. It's so boring. That game. That game that we were just talking about, where the guy hit the home run. It was probably like four and a half hours. What were the two best things that have happened to baseball in the last twenty-five? years are steroids and this cheating scam <laughs> yeah like let's be honest like that is actually like sometimes when i'm in a conversation with somebody i have to let them know like my brain has shut off right now like sure anything else that you I'll say right to... now it's not it's not it's just not it's, it's a that short circuit like, that seems like a rude thing to say to the walmart cashier like that doesn't like that's not a cool thing to say Hey, if I was my on if I was off. on the Real Housewives, my tagline would be, "I may look sweet, but I don't sugarcoat anything." If oh. I was on the Real Housewives, my tagline would be, "I'd this. literally rather be the guy dressed from the thrift store on The Breakfast Club." Yep. Like I have yeah. no interest in being in stuff like that. That's that's kind of TV. Do you watch stuff like that? Well, my daughter's right here, so she'll know if I I I watch it sometimes. Why? But I watch. I bet you watch Below Deck. I do watch that's Below the Deck. <laughs> that's the worst. Are you serious? I, that's so bad. That's so bad. I hate it. No, and I've never seen. I watch episode. Below Deck. I hate that show, and I've never seen it. I watch Below Deck, and so does my one I of my best one of my best friends' husbands. I won't say his name. He watches it too. So every time it's on, I'm texting. I'm like, Is Dan watching Below Deck? One of one of my best friends' wives, who's actually cool as all hell, and I will say her name, Amy, uh, told me about that show because she like knows someone that was on it, and I said. I'm already like that's a show I now hate without ever having seen. I just hate the concept of it. I hate I don't I don't understand why in society we've decided to take people that are the least likable that are like no one actually wants to ever see that person or hang out with them per- and let's and then let's put them on our television and let's watch them. It'd be funny if we're laughing at them like VH1 used to do before the guy killed somebody. But <laughs> that's, right, no, like, there's that. Yeah, that was the thing, right? Like we those VH1 shows were like good to watch because we were all laughing. Pop at them. up video. Yeah, but I'm talking about no. They, they were doing reality TV. They were doing like like geeks okay. and dolls or whatever. Do you remember real what? the Real World? This has been real going on a original, real, exactly. This has no, been going on a original. long time. Except those people were not glorified. Like they were supposed to be losers, and then we like rooted <laughs> for them individually. These are people like Real Housewives. Like those people they were not go to like gallows and people losers. act like they're cool. Yeah, they're not cool. Like we're, we watch the show because you're a monster of a human being. Your neighbors hate you in real life. In real life, everyone hates you. Like yeah, in, but real, in real, everyone hates you. Yeah, but in real, in real life, their neighbors don't know them because it's like a mile down the road because they're in like these mansions. Like yeah. I mean, people just love all that reality. All right, stuff. Dave, I got a story for you this week. I mean, you can, everybody can listen, but this story is for Dave. Um, so this week, this week, someone comes into my. Julie's restaurant. like, why did I do this podcast? This like, this what am I doing here? This week, someone comes into my restaurant. No, you'll love this story, Julie, but I. You might want to watch this woman on reality TV now. May, I may, maybe the, I already know her. This woman, I hope not. This yeah, woman like comes into my restaurant. She's holding a, a half Botox drank frown. Diet Coke. So like, and already you're telling somebody something when you think you can like bring a half a soda into someone's <laughs> restaurant, right? But she just brings it in. She I sits down it. at the bar. She puts she puts um she puts it down and she uh, she immediately. Comment. She must have ordered a drink with the bartender or whatever. See, like it's that like, wouldn't bother me. I'm trying to think of people. No, it didn't. Up. It didn't bother me. I'm just saying it says something about her. A, okay. okay, so continue. Can, I'm gonna continue. Tell, so what happened, I'm going to tell a story yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So I was just trying to figure out like what would I say in that. I was but like, yeah, I'm just giving you that info so that when <laughs> I circle back and reference that I yeah. should have known from from jump. So it's like 5:15 on a Wednesday night or whatever. No one's really here. She's sitting at the bar. 
and she must have ordered a drink with the bartender or whatever. I'm standing over by the wood oven, and as I come walking over, just, I don't know what, I was, I was probably filling a, a drink of seltzer or whatever for myself, so I'm standing behind the bar, and she just looks over at me, and she says, um... The bar stools are too short, which is true. We've ordered we ordered counter height instead of bar height. And I say that to her and she goes, Well, no, your bar must have been built massively too high. I said, No, I just explained like I re explained it to her. We moved on. And then I overhear her say to the bartender, because like we intentionally our martini glasses are bigger. I it's just a preference of mine. I, I like same thing with food. I like plating food in a in a in a plate that's like a little too big for it. Um she's like I'll, I'll pay extra if I have to, but can you fill that up? It's a drink that's only alcohol. You can have as much of it. Eat. Listen, say you want five ounces. I don't care. Order however you want. So the bartender does it. Okay, so so far she's been that's here three illegal, minutes. by the way. I, uh, it's legal if you, if you charge the same amount per ounce. It, it's okay. illegal. It's, and by the way, at one point the bartender, when, when she then – so she said she would pay for it. Yeah. And then she ends up getting like annoyed that the bartender put a charge on, and she and, and the bartender ends up coming to me, and I said, explain to her that in Massachusetts it's illegal to give you more alcohol without charging you for it. It's actually specifically, and I'll lose my liquor license. So, woman comes over. So so far she's been here like three minutes, and, and there's two things that she wants to talk about. So now she goes into should have gotten she, her now, like Julie's milk crate, right? Yeah. So now exactly. So now she wants to talk about single. Hey, that thing's mine. Then she starts talking about single malt scotch. <laughs> And then and complaining about that. What is in the soda can? What do you mean? That she brought oh, in. Yeah, good point. No, I no, I said it was Diet Coke. I said that. I mean, yeah, but you don't know. No. Oh, true. Exactly. No, yeah. it true. wasn't. True. <laughs> no, I think it, I honestly think it was because well, she proceeded to can, do her drinking with us. Yeah. But so her husband ends up meeting her. He's like super pleasant, by the way. But yeah, no doubt. She, so then she gets then she gets <laughs> her then she gets she gets pita with her hummus and she oh she comments on how amazing it is that it's that it's um made here she used the phrase homemade and i'm all right weirdo. get that to amazing. the point of this story well, no, 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 no the, the point is the, the point is the point though to it is is all the build-up because no one thing is like the end of the world it's that as we go so then the pita comes and she opens it like fillets it if you will and asks to have it brought back over and toasted which i've never had anyone do <laughs> then she orders calamari funny, you ready for this one? a torch then she yeah, i do I, I then she orders calamari and this is the best one the ticket comes in, and the bartender just, like, shrugs at me, like, uh, It says, so the, the calamari dish has tomatoes, onions, and calamari. Like, that's the dish, and garlic. She, she orders it. No tomato, no onion. I've never seen this in my life. Well done. I'm like, that's a weird thing, because, like, you know, we don't take temperatures on a calamari. Yeah. So, and in, in my life experience, calamari is seen as negative when it's overcooked. Yeah, like crunchy. She wanted it like popcorn. So, so you know what I did? Yeah, sometimes it's too... I could. I wouldn't yeah. ever order it like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But sometimes you get it and be like, oh, I too chewy. I prefer to be well done to not done enough. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if it's not done yeah, enough, I mean, then it's like gross. just... So I agree but with there's that. there's a margin. It's like pasta. Yeah. Like, I prefer my pasta not done enough than... I, well, and I'm funny. I I'll never like, admit this whatever. generally, but I like pasta a little over as opposed to a little under, even though I know that a little under... I'm the same way with vegetables. Well, I, mean, I like, know the right way is a little under. I just prefer a little over. So I think the second best way to cook pasta is overcooked, but not in, like, Sharon tap water. It's, like, overcooked in yeah. sauce. So, like, yes. if you take it that out al dente delicious. and then you dump it into the sauce... By the way, I'm just like, starving. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to eat the chicken wings from Wendell's. Um, so going. anyway, they were so hot. My lips are burning. They were hot. So like, <laughs> but so, so basically, the story wraps up real simple. We end up 
uh, I end up just cooking her the calamari the way I would, but without the tomatoes and onions. And, and you go she, over to the husband, better you than me. Well, no. And then other than wanting to give me all her feedback in person, she was like, this place is incredible. We're coming back. And I love food. And I just was so blown away by the whole experience because I'm like, at every turn, you were really negative and upset. Like, you hated every aspect of what happened. And, but in the end, you were super kind. So I, was, I just didn't know what to do with it. But I, you, 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 you never know you how somebody... You charged well, her. That was good. Yeah. I actually oh, I won her back. I thought you said I want her back. I'm like, of course. Won her? I don't what know. I no, no, she no, might no, just be somebody, that, no, she might just be somebody that likes to complain. She might come back and she'll probably, like, behave. I have a feeling she you was think like, so? yeah. You guys, like, you, you kind of, like, I'm guessing. I'm, I wouldn't bet money on it, but it would be like that they're... There's, there's actually like someone coming into Bologna Because I'm actually tonight. literally betting money on it. So this she'll is be, she'll be back <laughs> like every back. Wednesday, yeah. and then as soon as you like know how she likes her calamari, and you probably don't even need to ask. It's like get her one stool. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one high stool. But so this so this would be something that's probably opposite of um, the yoga industry, right? Like you a don't big have book. Like, <laughs> the phone book. Just so yeah, you could, you look could. at my neck. Stack them. Yeah, exactly. But Julie, you don't have people that complain about your yoga class, like oh, they don't like a certain instructor or anything. Do, do people you? go like, to Yelp for that kind of stuff? Wait, you're you're it's you're not being serious. I am being serious. Like if you're going to go to a yoga oh class, oh my like, god, is that, it's oh, a are big, you kidding me? It's a big deal. Oh my gosh. Do people um, go to? Is that something that people yelp about? <laughs> I'm being serious. Um, I assume yes, but I, I don't. Know. Every every one of these episodes goes back to Yelp. Every no, we, we didn't talk about Yelp in the second episode. They're like, oh yeah, we did. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I picture that being the most complaint. I like about Yelp better thing. than Boston food. No, my, my favorite things are <laughs> when people people write. Oh, the temperature. People write in to complain about the teacher, and the teacher was me. The, those are my favorite. Oh yeah, those are my favorite. Yeah. You know? what, what, what do they complain about? Though? Um, I had one person that questioned the time that I decided to dim the lights. During the class. Why don't they just say something in real time? Can we turn uh, the lights back on? Yeah, is there any way? I have a line. I'd be like, everybody I, I, looks I came to this shirtless yoga for dim. a reason. Yeah. No matter how hot you are, you look better when the lights yeah, are dim. I mean, there's always... The, cl- the class was too hard. The class wasn't hard enough. I will, I will say that to anyone who complains about the lights being dim. Like, why are it so dim? I'm like, because everybody looks better. Like, tell me it's not right. Like, Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they compl- well, we play music at the studio. The music... They didn't like certain songs the teacher played. But do these um, people come back though? Yes, okay. that's the thing. You know is that I mean? then, so then they, and then they come back. They're 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 I mean, most of them come back. But very can I stop you for one second? I just opened this old Kentucky Joe stout aged on barrel aged coffee, and it's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, just wanted to say that out loud. The the the, the times that so I own I, mean, I own my studio. It's a boutique studio. We only have 15 people in a class, but um, a lot of us before opening studios worked at places like Equinox or, you know, Lifetime or, you know, big places, big places. So uh, working at Equinox, you definitely Equinox cost like 10 grand. You definitely (laughs) get, I mean, we, the most ridiculous things that happen. Pretty much no one except Dave's servers can afford to belong to Equinox. (laughs) I mean, we, I, I, no, I I remember, I remember somebody in a class I was attending, my best friend was teaching the class. Um, In the middle of the class, she left. She went on a treadmill for about 10 minutes, then came back. And finished the class. She just wanted to work up a lather. I respect that. Hey, get you know? yours. Or when they, um, oh, when they text in downward dog, that's always fun. Oh, it's God. Always. Depends on what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, I was, I have a joke that's like not 
It's not like inappropriate, but it would be like <laughs> it would be like it, it kind of. It's not getting cut out. I, I'm telling you right no, now. No, this is fine. Okay, there you it's go. It's awesome like it's joke. not. I'm I just trying to think of what it would be like. Because I don't want to make light of food allergies. Because like mm. they are real. Serious. But it would be like I was going to bring this are up. They real, so are they? I'm I mean, just they are. I mean, people when they die because of something they food ate. allergies so, are certainly real. So I, I apologize. I, I, do, to, I apologize. To correct both of you. Some can we put the word some in some, some food out. The allergies are real. I some people some a, people actually have them. There's right? a the direct yes, there's a direct yes. relationship to how much yoga they do. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if they do more yoga, they have allergies, right? Yes. Yes. That is so good. You're my new best friend. (laughs) So, I feel like every time I have Napa cabbage, it's like... I get this little itch right here. It's just right here, and it lasts 35 seconds. The more likely you are to have a food-related something. Wait. Are Pilates, I don't know what the difference is. Uh, We're not saying causation. We're saying correlation. I crossed the big line with the comparing yoga to Pilates. You did. It's similar. No. Tell me, what is the difference? Is there a difference? It's completely different. I thought they were literally the same thing. They are completely different. They're the same. Similar people do them. No. Yeah, almost the same person does them. No. Actually, actually, have you ever done Pilates? Yes. Have you ever done yoga? I've proven. Uh, Nailed it. I've done neither. Nailed that. So, like, the same person does I've only done one. And uh, and I I, I thought I was doing both. So to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> well, so I worked with one client years ago sure. that uh, okay she was seeing me because she was going to she was in college yep and she couldn't eat anything at the cafeteria so she needed to hire a nutritionist and have a chef develop a plan for yeah. her very cool and this is because she was tested she was obviously poor right she was so poor yeah um she was she was tested I don't even know what what kind of doctor tested her not what I would say is a real doctor. And it came back that she was allergic to like 50 different things. God. Okay. Yep. However, if she ate them, she had a non-responsive reaction. What does that mean? That, that means not a reaction. Yeah. That's what it means. Yeah. It means yeah. she's not allergic. I'm having a non-responsive reaction. To her. So when the chef, when I'm, I'm working with the chef, cause I do this for my clients, um, with their personal chefs, the chef is like, "Well, I, you know, what will happen?" Do a lot of your clients have personal chefs? I have several. She's, yes, she, uh, Brookline, obviously. So this is Brookline. Oh, right. right. I mean, a lot That's of my nice clients area. are in Brookline, Wellesley, Back Bay. Okay. Uh, you know, back in the day, I used to say, like, when Below I grow deck. up and I'm really rich, I'm going to have a chef. And now I realize, like, I don't really want to have. I'm going to go ahead and say all the good ones won't be working for you. No, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like a good, a personal chef, they're usually like. Not very good. You know I'm you, not saying that, that some of them aren't, but that's usually like we, there. But you know, what I've, real? you know what I've learned is that people who have chefs don't eat the food that the chef makes anyways. What do they do? Yeah, they, they, just, they request whatever, but, and then they make it. Can I just touch on this subject real quick? Can can we keep it all? Because Yes, keep it, a lot of keep things, it real. There's a lot of things that people don't want to say out loud, and I have friends that are personal chefs, but let's huh? just keep it all the way real. A personal chef is probably a really good, maybe with some culinary background, home cook. Yeah. But... But they cannot, and people throw the term chef around all yeah. the time. They could not be a line cook, most of them, at a restaurant. Like, no. if you brought them to Juniper tonight, y- y- whoever's running that shift would come to you halfway through the shift, Dave, and say, hey, man, what can we do about Tom here? Um, we're getting killed. Like, I got tickets here, and I need anybody. There's a prep guy in your kitchen 
who could step on their step into their spot ASAP. Yeah. And it's just different. And then people throw out like, oh, can, uh, I need a personal chef. Or I meet people and they're like, oh, I'm a personal chef. And it's like, I know. I watch your demos. You do the same three things all the time yeah. because it's like someone taught you how to make bread from scratch and you got like better than all your friends do at their own home and you made a business out of it. And I respect the shit out of that from an entrepreneurial standpoint and from a hustler standpoint. But don't compare yeah. you what you do is more like what dave does than a than a because you at least run a business like this is a person who doesn't employ anybody and they're like oh well what we do is this no dave's dave runs three restaurants when he says chef he means i run three restaurants they're gonna put hundreds of covers out tonight he doesn't mean i cook well he yeah. he that's that's being a cook no i if, know i know a bunch of people that have like they they hate restaurant culture but like somebody told them they're a good cook and they always have to be like fairly charming and attractive. Mm-hmm. It's like it, 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 I know like, some ugly personal chefs. So do you really? Yeah, I really do. <laughs> like come in and like belch like, like garlic no, burnt from say. like the sub shop down the street. Like, no, here I am. I'm gonna make you mango. I said ugly. Salsa. I didn't say grotesque. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm just picturing like chefs in a restaurant. Like, got my got my scratch tickets. <laughs> you know, you know what I find fascinating, <laughs> like, being real, is, is how that? somehow chefs are thought of as really sexy. I'm shocked. Tell me, that doesn't, we're, you were not sexy? Stop. Sorry, sorry, chefs that <laughs> no, I, I know that are sexy. Oh, I see it very much. Out of bed. I, I see it very much. Well, yeah. I feel like I feel like all this is uh, back to uh, reality television culture, right? There's uh, exactly. a bunch That's of what it is. bunch of chefs on TV now. No, you know what I mean? And no, I'm not talking about. But food also, network. part of it is that we're sexy. Like part of that is <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that is a part of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why is that the Why is that the part that it you just think? makes me laugh? Really? I, I just think, yeah. Because being a chef is, is not sexy. I think it is. You do? <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, first of all, I, I, I think it's tough, and I think that... I'm not biased, but um, I am biased. No, I think the but, work itself, to be a chef, is not see, really think, a sexy See, I think job. it is, and here's why, and this is, this is why dirty. I think... I agree so, with that. There's gonna, lots of gross so, things. So I'm about to, here, I'm, I'm going to take a deep dive here. But that's and, sexy. And I'm going to say something that, like, don't, I don't want taken out of context here. All right. But... It will be. In a culture... Once I cut these promo videos... In a culture where the loudest... Where the loudest people are like the fringe, very, very, very small fringe group on any on any side, right? The left, the right, the people that are offended, the people that are angry, the people that are offended. All the fringe is who we hear. We're still at our she core. Has the same look when that's we're fine. talking about. But that's fine. Cheating. At our core, Cheating. that's fine. But at our core, I'm really not good at hiding my no, emotions. That, that's, I'm that, not. No, you let out a deep sigh too. That, that's fine. But at our at our core. <laughs> At our core, we're still the same as we've always been, and we do what we want in what we want. I won't even focus on what we want in men and women. Let's focus on what we want in men. What we still, as a society, want out of men is this alpha, this alpha behavior, and and it and that's what's sexy about it is that actually their kitchens are militaristic. They're they're still they're regimented. Well, this is going. No, it's this true. It's going to be interesting. But it's I'll true. Say, Respond to it. I, I you disagree with that. My, my yes. management style in is what like, way. So I, I you know, joke about it. I'm like, I'm not an alpha. I hate being the alpha. It's like I, I actually don't like alphas, but there's nothing that pisses me off more than being treated like a beta. Right. Which makes it like a very weird management style because I'm like, I kind of want it to be communal. But then as soon as there's not, if, if there's a power void at the top, somebody else comes in like King Kong, like, oh, blah, 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 and then I want to burn the whole place down at that point. But, but like, wouldn't you agree, though, that you're in the minority in that? In the, Probably in this profession. yeah. Okay, but so. not really. There, are, I'd say like there's like a uh, like a recognition among like 
I don't know. I just feel like there's a the, you know, like when you're storming around and kicking no, stuff. No, no, that's, like, that's well, I think not, it's what Corey. I think a lot of like. it has to do with what Corey said is the reality TV, and no. and how they they show, the I, chef life. I would right. say if anything, seeing somebody at the top of their game, regardless of their gender, is sexy. It's like seeing a musician that has like trained their whole life to play the lute. It's like. How's a loot? It's like a. I thought he was gonna like, say his nuts again. Right, but there's <laughs> but there's also something, and again, you guys are mistaking what I'm saying as no, far no. as well. No, like yet walking around <laughs> yelling and screaming. When I say militaristic, I mean like there's regimented. Rank. Well, right, but but literally like a military, there is there is rank. Right. There is, when I say this is what we're going to do, we're going to run through it regardless of whether or not you agree with the challenge. And there is an alpha to that. And so it's funny. I, I know you say you're not an alpha, but I, I mean, but you, you are, when you walk into the building. You run a kitchen. Dave is there. And that's, There's that's also a difference between a chef and the chef that owns it. I, I think that that's, if you, well, that, that's not all the time. No, so, but, but that's different. I mean, th- there are different differences. That, there, is, there are huge differences in that, and I have strong opinions. On that, like a personal but, chef's not doesn't have to be an alpha. No, but also like, look, an employed more, chef, more an employed chef, and this is just true about employment. This isn't even unique to this to this industry. The person that owns it, like, this is theirs. So I always, it, it, you have to cut yourself in half, so to speak, when you talk to your staff and go, like, first of all, you should respect the, you should respect my opinion on this because I'm ten times the cook you are, and I'm teaching it to you. And if you want to be great, you'll follow me. But then you also have to be like, hey, you got to respect this because I sign your paychecks. And those are different things. And these, these chefs that work at places, but they're not the check cutter, let's say, um, in, in any real sense. Yeah, no, that's different because they're also – they're ultimately an employee. And so the problem with that is that they might turn to their kitchen – like their kitchen staff views them as like this is a guy doing it all for show. And, and yes, nine times out of ten, that person I find is a little bit more dramatic and over the top, whereas like people that own it. I mean, we also have to be people managers. So I'm not suggesting you can be an alpha without throwing pan, pot yeah. in pans. You but can be someone that says, this is how we're going to do it. And no more bull. Some of the alphas that I've like worked for that were like crazy. They were like, they would like change the rules on you just to like make sure they always had the upper hand, which was like a level of dysfunction. Like they couldn't, but a lot of the time, like food wise and like, you know, uh, restaurant wise, like the restaurant could never get better than them because like they... The, you know, like their ideas were the pinnacle of like what was as high as it could go because, you know, say like if doing the pop up, for example, like we're here, we're in your restaurant, I bring the food. It's like, you know, and we were putting all these ideas together and we brought Christian here and he's doing the panna cotta and it was like where we're going to put stuff and what we're going to do. And, and it was kind of like if, if all of a sudden there was like a why don't we do it like that? If I didn't, if I was like never going to go along with that, or you wouldn't either, if there's like some 18 year old that's like, why don't my grandmother makes this type of fried chicken and she puts celery salt in it? Or I'm just, you know, I don't know. Yeah, spitball. But it would be like, and all of a sudden you like deny that, that might have been a great idea that could have actually just been like, not like a, a very tiny improvement. But then if you're always making tiny improvements, and I guess what it is is you're actually stealing good ideas everywhere you can get them. Regardless of the status of where you could, right? Get. But when, but when we say alpha, we're talking yeah. about a leadership quality. Not so like in that kitchen specifically that you're talking about, you Christian, me. Like you're still the uh, that's your event. You're the unquestioned leader, and every idea that anybody had was run by you, and then you made the call. That's what I'm talking about. And so back to the whole like, why do people think it's sexy? Well, the point is that 
we can pretend as a society that like that masculinity isn't isn't what we look for. When I say we, I mean like yeah. collective, collective whole. Yeah. There's something like there. That's what what's attractive about that position is it's one of the it's one of a handful or more of professions where men are being men or women are being women. Like people are being strong, and we're looking for that quality. Because by the way, I think that chefs like I I don't think that people aren't attracted to female chefs. I, I will think what say you're looking male for is that alpha instructors are usually pretty douchey. <laughs> <laughs> That is very true. I might be wrong. I don't know. We, we actually don't have one male yoga teacher. Get one with a ponytail. I would like to no. hire one. I would, but huh? That's that's kind of interesting. And you said your clientele's mostly almost women. Yeah, but exactly. by the way, so honestly, like, so are yoga instructors viewed by the collective as sexy? Yes. So yes. I agree with that. So I want to oh, say yeah. yes. And are they? We talking about men or women? In Both. general. Both. Yeah. Yes. So to me, so so I agree with that. See, I'm not attacking your profession. Yeah, but, but um, I mean, phys- I mean, just from purely physical. I mean, typically they they look pretty good. But that's not so. I, that's where I think that. But you're so you're so everyone makes their own choices, Julie. You're focusing <laughs> only on the physical. Um, for me, for me, you know what I think is what I'm I find so super. What I find sex. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you are. I'm not saying you really are. But but my point is that. Well, but I'm just saying you're you're saying that it's because of what they look like, and I'm saying that like I think a part of it. Especially, I think it's that a lofty idea of like, oh, they're a yoga yeah. teacher, right? They're and they're so flexible. So, <laughs> so, but are, are yoga yoga is that true? Is that a true? Anybody, oh, anybody oh. that gets up, in I front tried of yoga that, twice and I was not you flexible. Te- you teach a yoga class, or whatnot, right? Yes. Are those teach are those uh, instructors, right? To so yes. just get up in front of twenty people or whatever. Does that mean they're alphas or are they betas? Right? They're you know, are they, are they running? They're running the show, right? I assume alpha. A lot of alpha. a lot of people are very shy. Shy. A lot of and teachers still are very it. shy. Yes. All right. Well then. Yeah. I don't have any response to that. But I mean, I, I, was, I, 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 would, I, I mean, I lead any, I lead yoga teacher trainings, and there is a huge component of that where I have to, where I make them practice teach because they have to find their. Um, but there's their something inner alpha. confidence. Find their yeah. Their well, yoga. that's what it is. Confidence. Yes. I would there's, just think in general to you know be in front of a, a class like that, or right? to, you have to have some sort of confidence, or. Pause, dramatic pause, to want to lead it. So there's something alpha already about right. going like, I want to lead people. So well, we if don't I consider teach, it as leading. We are really just guiding. Or, or like exactly, yeah. or, right? That's fine. But. Or I feel like you, <laughs> you, you know do what I mean. So much yoga that it costs you so much that you actually figure out that you could make money doing something that you're put mm-hmm. like. One two weeks from today, I could be actually earning money to do what I'm paying money to do. Correct. Sure, but well, well you know, right, funny, but that's like, I just read. <laughs> but, I, I read a stat the other but day. But also taking on a bunch of responsibility. Not not to go into like uh, some political debate, but you know, everybody oh, talks God. about uh, coal. No, Let's do it. Let's I talk right? politics. No, but like uh, coal miners, whatnot. And I saw something the other day said. There's actually you know more yoga instructors in America than there are coal miners. You no, know, no. Why, don't, why don't we uh, you know make uh, economic policies that benefit the yoga instructors? But maybe the reason is because the yoga instructors are destroying our planet. <laughs> um, or are they? Yeah, I don't know. know. Let's talk about it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> how many straws? Well, it depends on how many Starbucks they're having a day. <laughs> Can I say this? And I they know this are, is a political. They have their metal straws. So I know this is a political. I, I own a metal. I own two metal straws because I know this is a hot button topic. But paper straws suck. They just do. They're they're horrible. Horrible. They suck. I hate like, them. You I told me about these. Ones. Yeah, you told me about these. Yeah. They're good. They, they, you can't bite them. 
you know, they crunch. But like other than that, like you'd think they're plastic straws. They're totally Those like paper complex. ones just disintegrate. And they make. Yeah, the paper I, they, ones. I right. taste them. I don't want to taste paper while I'm drinking yeah, and, yeah, ice coffee. No, yeah, no. We, everybody can agree paper straws suck. I, don't I know need if you're my, liberal I, or Republican. Well, but you know what's funny not. though? But there are people that will die on that hill. It's the same thing. Can I? I'll say oh, this. Stupid. Thing. Why is climate change? I guess I don't understand. How is that political? Like I just, I've never quite understood how that's a political topic. It's crazy. No, I'm like, the world is, in fact, scientifically, or fuck it. I don't even. People are like, oh, I don't know, but science. Okay, it's just anecdotally getting hotter. Yeah, it's actually a problem. Like it really is a problem. And I don't know. Uh, no, Australia's you know on fire. Listen, it's literally on fire for the well, first time like, in I thousands of years. Right Can we talk wingers, about it? Right wingers are selfish as fuck, and that's the reason why. No, no, no. See, no, no I don't no, know. About totally. it. No, it's like no. The, it, uh, here's why it's political. Because when you have a politician that's saying. Uh, you know, this is going to cost us $94 trillion or billion dollars or whatever it's going to cost so us. So let's just pretend it's a war. Call it a war on climate. Call somebody, it a war somebody, on climate. Somebody tells no. anybody here, take a bus, and you're like, ah. Yeah, well, that's, ex- <laughs> that's exactly it. Uh, oh, dude, um, I, heard, I heard a Yoakin Yuk- uh, uh, Phoenix uh, thing, right? And he was going. Joaquin, but yeah. Joaquin, yeah, I know. Joaquin. Joaquin. Yo, you know what's he got hilarious? a queen Yoa salad. <laughs> Remember how he said nothing was getting edited? That's getting edited. Yeah. <laughs> 107.56. Cut, cut out. You know what's yeah. hilarious? There was a podcast. I had the other no day. idea they, what you were talking about. Pronounced it. Yo, what kid? Is that it? Is that like the thing that makes the bananas in a soft serve? Does that make the bananas in a soft serve? Walking. Say yo, not. I was gonna say joking. I, I did I did see that movie and it was good. What is Joker? The Joker. Joker. I I mean, is it crazy? That was no one too. talks about the fact, and I know we all know it. But Joaquin Phoenix is River Phoenix's brother. Yeah, like, little dude, brother. Who doesn't yeah, talk brother, about that's like, that? Everybody no knows No one talks that. about that. Like, dude, Everybody I'm just saying this, this that. guy that's like a major like member. I, like, River Phoenix ma- has been dead for a long time. That's like, why. I don't. But he, was a lot my, of say it, he was my first crush. Oh, like, did you know him? Oh, a lot. The girls loved River. Was he? The was he? He was seen as that. Stand by me, please. Dave, clearly not a chef. He was clearly not a chef. He was not a chef. No. Uh, can we please? But, can we but please? But he was a bad boy. So I've asked this question three so times now. Like the Which explorers? is the same. What? <laughs> Do you remember the explorers? Yes. <laughs> so, so I've asked this question three times. I'll ask it again. Can we talk about? So what? What is the relation to food, please? The <laughs> resume. Call whatever you want. Can we? Can we dive into that, please? I want to talk about refrigeration. Food. So. Let's go way back. Okay, let's um, do that. You know, I mean, I have absolutely been obsessed with food since I was five. Meaning, like, I picked out whose house I was going to go to based on what food. <laughs> That they had at their house. Like, I love it. That's who my friends were based on what food their, okay. their mother cooked. But uh, I lived in the South End for like 10 years before Isabel came into the picture. And um, I went out a lot. And I went to lots of restaurants, lots of bars, and got to meet a l- people that way. And I just love dining out. And I love food. And I think food represents culture. So that's how I got into nutrition, really. And some of my first clients were chefs and a lot of my clients or a lot of my friends are chefs and there's a bunch of chefs that came from connecticut actually is that right who who? sorry i didn't say that uh jamie okay uh jamie bissonette is from connecticut is from connecticut um yeah i've known him since i was 16 and um bill coble from catalyst wait how have you known him since you were sick you said 16 you get from the same town or something yeah Literally the same town? Uh, I think he was like one town over, but we used to, like, we had mutual, like, best friends. Okay. Yeah. Is he cool? Which one? They both are. Oh, are they, were they both from the same town? Mm, uh, uh, Bill was from my town. Okay. Went to my high school. It's a yeah. hotbed of, uh, and are they the same age? Uh, I think they're one year apart. 
But either way, so there was a time you're like 16 years old and these people are all hanging out together and now they're Boston Well, no, well, yes, but they were like, Jamie was like punk and Bill was like on the wrestling team. Okay. I can, <laughs> so I can see that a little how, bit. How'd you guys all end up in uh, Boston and not, I don't know, not New York? Anyway, so I've just like, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I've never had any interest in c- going to New York so and living in New York. But, um, you know, Connecticut, it's like, I feel like it's 50 50. But being in West Hartford, exactly. You're like an hour 45 from New York and from Boston. I thought Hartford was a shithole. And then I drove through West Hartford. Like, it's totally different. Oh, it's West awesome. East Hartford. Cool. That's another story. I don't know. Right? I don't know. I, don't know. I hate story. Connecticut for the traffic. I but just, so I started, I mean, I like started my um, nutrition practice 14 years ago, just word of mouth, pretty much by just going out because that's what I did and um, telling people that I started a nutrition business. Cool. And like ever since I've just been and, and I don't ever want to take people um, take the enjoyment of eating from people. So a lot of people think that if you have to eat healthy, you can't eat out. And I feel like that would be sad I mean, because. Do you believe that, Dave? Do you believe that you can't eat out? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stay home and eat oatmeal yes. if you want yeah. to live a long time. That would be such a sad life. Can you picture, you're just sitting there like eating plain oatmeal. Oh, I'm um, going to try. What kind of a life would that be? Well, it would that's be a, sad. That's thing. It would a be a of, sad uh, life. Yeah, a lot of people that are, you know, you're worried about what you're eating all the time. Like, sure. what's the point? You know what I mean? But none of you guys have failed. So, uh, no. <laughs> I mean. I I failed. failed I've certainly failed. Go ahead. I mean, I failed, but I mean, I opened up a yoga studio in my in my hometown a few years ago. Oh God, I can't even. So I'm from Newburyport. I would never be able to do anything up there. You are. I have to go there next week. What for? Well, we're in a restaurant in my there's home. A, there's, there's <laughs> a, there's a, that will fail. There's, lots, a, there's, lots a, there's a woman that I, hi, I uh, interviewed because I was writing uh, something about clean beauty, and um, she has a boutique in Newburyport. Cool. And I'm going to go and check her out. You're going to make yeah. her – you're going to go up there. Why didn't she, why didn't she come down to uh, – Because I want to see her place. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes New sense. Newburyport's cool. Yeah. It's like they're like lots of bird-watching stores. Bird-watching? Yeah, like That's serious. Cool. Like the kinds that are like – telescopic lenses that are like 10 grand and then you'll see like 15 people all in a row like there's the purple breasted merganser (laughs) (laughs) towns on the water they're a different yeah no they people get you know what i mean wasted up there i go up there once a year and like i don't say this to bird watch i never have now the older i get i I know the man that owns that restaurant that's right on the water which one's that one? They're a bunch. I forget the name. The one, the closer to the water, the, the worse it'll be. Michael, Michael's Harborside. Yes. The Black Cow. Starboard Galley is awesome, but it's like, it's in a house and it's kind of divey. And then it's like. I like divey places. Yeah, I was going to say. I love divey places. And then like the, the thirsty whale is all cash, but you go in there and it'll look like that's Oh, I've been there. Popeye's grandfather would have been in there. I've never been at one single place. <laughs> Wait, anymore. do you remember that Popeye had like really big muscles? Big forearms. Here? Yeah, yeah, forearms. Dude, he's got to do a leg day. He has no, <laughs> he has no biceps. God, like, I've actually never noticed. I'll, I'll pay that's attention cause, now. That's funny. Sailors no always had forearms. big forearms because they're pulling up ropes and all that. Like, you got to do that. You got to, like, pull in the nets. Who, who's Popeye? Pop? No, I'm just playing. What? There was is a family feud. Did you guys Oprah see the family feud? You guys see the family feud thing? No. Somebody <laughs> said, it was the no, uh, number one answer. Popeye's favorite food is, and she rang in. She goes, chicken. And dancing. <laughs> it was all over social media like last Why? week. That's unfair. That's unfair. They should have clarified which Popeye. Yeah, 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 right, exactly. <laughs> Why but, doesn't on. Popeye's pipe ever get So did you guys rusty? did you guys learn from your Is that a thing? Pipes, I don't know yeah. anything about He's Pipes always either. putting it in olive oil. Oh. oh. <laughs> 
See, Dave came with prepared jokes this week. You know, I just had a blonde. I don't know. We had a blonde moment where I was like, wait, what? Took me a little bit too long. So, um, you guys, but you guys both learned from your failures, though. Yes, I did. And you said, what? I'm gonna go to Brookline and do this, and then no, because that was the second one. That's right. my second location. No, no. I, oh, oh, is it your second My location? hometown one was my second location. Oh, I got you. I learned never do things with family. Okay. Oh, yeah. Big time. So that just answered my second, because my, my follow-up question was going to be what motivated you to open that, but it was something to do with family. Yep, something okay. to do with family, and um, that in, in my, the way I design my studio really did, and you, we, we were talking about this earlier, that like you set the, the tone like as the owner, like I didn't realize how much I was a part of the studio, and because I couldn't be there more than a couple of days a week, it just didn't end up being yours. Mine. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. What about you, Dave? What failures? What if you failed that? I know. I mean, we're talking about different. Fa- everyone fails. I fail all the time, and I've yeah, I've no, failed like in some major ways before. Um, but it's different. There are different levels. I mean, they say you learn more from your failures than your successes. Oh yeah. Is no, it's like. If you're doing it right, you don't even notice. And then if it's like, mm-hmm. if it's an epic, you know, disaster, then you're like, then you read about it on the internet. Don't do that about yourself. Yeah, <laughs> right. Of course. <laughs> I thought I was doing pretty good, but they're, <laughs> they're, they're calling me the worst. I failed been there. once at uh, pronouncing this actor's name. It was the brother of uh, River Phoenix. <laughs> 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 Have you learned from that mistake I yet? I don't even know why you brought we're that up. Give you an of op- veganism? Yeah, we're going to give you an opportunity. No, he was going off on the, about the environment. I'm we're going like, to give you an opportunity right now oh, to, right, he to did pronounce that in that it correctly. Speech. Have you learned from your mistake? Uh, yep. Is it a joke? No, I'm just playing. Yakin? That's what you said last time. So I here's think. the thing that it's like never make fun of somebody who uh, mispronounces a word. Unless they're on a podcast. Because they learned how to speak it by reading it. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. Fair. That's no, fair. you know what's funny? I, I, I didn't like know that. it was Joaquin, but so like if somebody's something like, else got in my head. I'm not cool. going to say what it was. Okay. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> was it something having to do with River Phoenix? Because that's why we brought it up. Was I said something about River Phoenix or whatever. I don't know. Who knows? Who I knows? Just, I, whenever I like think of Joaquin Phoenix, I just think about River Phoenix. But that's, that's because it. of your crush. Oh, like, it's my crush. Yeah. Johnny Cash. Did you, not, did you know who Joaquin Phoenix Wa- was then? Yeah. Joaquin oh, yeah. Phoenix also? has been in some awesome he's movies. He's been in a ton of movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's just, he just, when he's giving his speeches, though, and I heard, I heard I a speech. Like him for he was still no, He gave a speech, right? And he was like, it was a big climate, it, it was climate change thing. Giving a big climate change speech, right? As something, he got arrested with Jane Fonda. So he's going on for 10 minutes. He's like, there's some things you can't do. Like, I took a private jet here. And it's like, you know, don't no. tell me, you know, that I need to pay my taxes for climate right. change and you're, <laughs> and you're flying private jets all, you know. I still tell yeah. that. Northern, Northern Ireland. But that doesn't mean, that. But that listen, doesn't listen, mean listen. That there isn't such a thing as no, climate change. Uh, no, no, of course. The <laughs> there are people that say that. They really say yeah. there's, Well, that's not a thing. I just think really. it's, yeah, it's like or mock you, people that, that believe well, in it. Well, because they, the like, they pinpoint one thing, and that's what they focus on. So yeah. they're like, Joaquin Phoenix is it, sure. whatever. He was drunk. He's just an idiot actor. But he's a good actor. So like we can't listen to anything he's saying. Do you but think he's like, good? I don't know. I don't he is a good no, actor. He's, 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 oh, I believe that. I just don't know. I just don't know. His, I just, no, he's very good. But okay. no, I believe that. I'm not challenging. I read something about Northern Ireland just put together a new government for the first time in like three years. And uh, literally part of the agreement was something on climate change. It's like, you're a tiny-ass country. You know what I mean? Whatever you do to fight climate change is not going to do anything for the actual... But at least they're trying. I think the problem... But if, listen, if you don't have a government one. for three years, literally they, they have people waiting in line to go to the doctor like for like weeks. Yeah, but I, th- I think with climate change, everybody, it's like all or nothing. Like if I can't be perfect, fuck it all. You know, it's like just 
you people are the same way with their diets and their but not yeah. Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. Uh, I'm just love yeah, exactly. on the way. I'm forget it. I'm all done. No, for Joaquin the year. Phoenix. He got a metal straw. He still takes private jets, but he yeah. got a metal straw. Yeah, no, right, but exactly. it'd be like I have a worm farm at my house, and it's like my prized possession. It really is. It's like I look Peter, at it. Are you being serious? Swear to God, compost. It, it, they chow. They eat pizza boxes. They eat phone books. They anything that's not glossy. They just they eat their. They can yeah. eat their own weight in a day. So if you have a pound of worms they can eat a pound of anything waste <laughs> they poop they basically eat food mixed with poop. paper and they poop out fertile ass soil right and so i love it I got a but the thing style. is i look at all like the restaurants it's like dumpsters of stuff like off to the landfill you go sorry earth and then but at home i have like my <laughs> banana peel and I like think I'm all being like, you know, responsible because I like save I save the inner Cheerios plastic bag to put my cat shit in it. It's like I don't like use special bags for that, but I like save every like, but, you know, I get like turkey cold cuts and I save that little bag and I scoop the cat shit in that. And it's like so I basically use the stuff that I would throw out. and I'm like, look at me being all good. And then, but meanwhile, it's like, I feel good about it. But if like everybody like starts to make like culturally like little steps and then the little steps become big steps and then it just becomes easier because it's profitable. Yeah, no, of course. Well, I just, you know? that's, well, that's. But it'll be like, thing. you know, Northern Ireland, everyone that lives there probably like, you know, they're going like, to have to start go to the building doctor. dams. I want to go to the doctor. I don't want, I like, the, yeah. you know, don't put my tax dollars towards uh, climate change when I can't get to see, get in to see a doctor. That, just yeah. things like that. All right, well, we'll we'll get into this more next week, Avi. Right? We, we're yeah. gonna try. Yeah, it? I guess so. There. Uh, now you just brought up healthcare. I was like, wow. Oh, I, don't oh, I don't have time for this. What um, if we fix the environment and give people healthcare? Yes, uh, of course. Um, if only there was somebody. Um, <laughs> I feel like well, this uh, conversation next week will be a little more structured. Yeah. Uh, nah, you think? A, I don't fun. know. It depends. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Maybe is that structure? my job or is that your job? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who, who's going to do that? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, on that note, is there anything anybody needs to say? Get off their chest before we go? Wow. Everybody with I have so silence. many things. Oh, I know. We could do this all day. I got to yeah. work tonight. I do too. More beer. More talking. Yeah. yeah we, I don't even. You, you guys could just had quit, second and thirds, quit. and I had. I like, That's that. I had you guys, you guys are on your own. Yeah, I don't know. Well, there's more beers right over there. No, one of these that? has beer still in it. What happened? Oh, this one still has beer in it. This is actually really good. Just because we, just because we, just because we say we wrap it up doesn't mean you can't drink any more beer. Okay. Yep. Everything in moderation, you know. Yeah, exactly. All right. Very well, thank true. you guys both very much for being here. This was uh, Heat in the Kitchen. Dave Becker, Julie Star. I have thank to do you. that. Do I have to do that every You're time? You're supposed to do it. Okay. Ju- thank you, Julie Starr. <laughs> thank you, Dave Becker. I'm Avi Shemtov. Corey, that's Corey oh, wow, O'Leary. He, he wasn't going to do it. Did you see that? I gave him the look. That's, that's Corey O'Leary, and this is Heat in the Kitchen. <laughs>